RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one early, late evening, early evening <laughs> uh, talk show. Excited to be back. Looking forward to connecting. Happy Monday to everyone. Hope everyone's doing well. Uh, looking forward to finding out what's new in your neck of the woods. What do you keep an eye on and vice versa? Got a couple articles I want to share here, and then we will definitely uh, open up the phone lines. I'd love to hear from you guys. So welcome to back to live stream. And before I dive in to some articles I have on my site, I want to make sure uh, any new viewers, feel free to let me know where you're watching from uh, via the chat or when the phone line is open. Give me a call. We'll love to hear your voice directly. And so let me uh, do a little house cleaning before I do anything else. And I want to make sure I bring to your guys' attention, for those that might not be aware, that this week I'm looking to have a get your weight up giveaway. And so I try to do one at least once a year where I uh, basically make an RTD product available. And so I'm looking to do the same this year or so actually this week. So let me actually put this on the screen here for those that uh, have not uh, come across this yet. So if you go to rethinkingadollar.com forward slash giveaway, and the link is beneath this video here, you click that link there, you enter to win, no strings attached. On, on, it goes basically according to your ability to get points. And so the more points you have, the greater the chance of winning. And then I will definitely mail you directly and get your weight up round. So if you're interested in participating, click the link, enter. And then, of course, you have to share with others. And the whole goal is to help people, help more people, rather, understand the importance of actually getting physical in the form of metals, uh, why they still can. Because the paper and the digital stuff is going bananas right now. But the physical stuff continues to remain scarce. And so let me dive into a couple more things here. And so we'll make sure you guys are aware. RethinkingDollar.com is the home base for this program here. So if we're ever disconnected, make sure you guys visit the blog there. I share articles throughout the day. And then uh, during the week, we have our off-the-air talks, and that's for the Patreon side. So if you guys are interested, become a member of the Patreon team. Feel free to support the channel, and you can uh, join in and hang out with us off-air. And then I want to make sure you guys connect with us throughout the day, social media-wise. And so a lot of the articles I'm going to grab here comes from the community off the Discord page. So if you go to the social media tab, beneath this video as well and click discord you can be directed towards the actual discord page become a member there share articles videos you name it so we got about 191 members over there right now 21 online so good way to stay connected with the community and connect throughout the day okay so got a couple articles here and then uh, i'm going to dive into it so let me acknowledge a couple people first we got master don in the building we got low blood pressure king d uh we got uh dude boy okay Says, hi, Mike and family. You know what I'm keeping an eye on. Everything, watch the, what they do, not what they say. No doubt. And I want to touch on Jerome Powell's little spill from last night. Uh, put, I, I rephrased a sentence that he uh, gave us out of there that kind of summarized it all. So it'll be interesting. Uh, what else we got here? Mike B. We got Tony B. in the building. Uh, what else we got here? We got Jay Ham. We got Luke. Okay, fair amount of people here. We got Gene, Juliet. Okay, so pre appreciate you guys for hanging out with me. And uh, let's dive right in. So let me get a couple articles here, things that caught my attention, stuff, you know, the headlines primarily. You know, nowadays there's so much stuff happening. It's hard to uh, pass by when you see a very interesting headline. <laughs> and so let me share my screen here. Okay, so here's something. <laughs> I just thought this, I, I chuckled when I first saw it, so I thought you guys might as well. But it says here, the third round of stimulus checks helped, but millions of Americans are still struggling. And so that very first part there, the third round helped. I'm thinking like, oh, like what, what, what exactly, you know, like I, I would assume if, you know, what, like, how do you define help? Like, you know, what did it do? Did it get you through an extra day or a week or month? Or 
I know a lot of people in the community uh, got heavier in the forms of, you know, getting their weight up. And I'm sure a lot of people put it into digital assets and they probably doubled already the way that the uh, crypto market is going now. But when you see stuff like this, it to me, it's, it's a, literally it's a setup for the fact that, you know, more is needed. And of course, that we all know that more liquidity needs to be created in order to pay past and prior some prior obligations just to stay current. Nevertheless, try to pay anything off. But uh, millions of Americans are struggling and a third round helped. But 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 more is needed, basically. And so it's, it's, it's entertaining to see this stuff. But outside of all the primary financial market news, uh, one thing that caught my attention was this article here. Um, and it talks about the demand in precious metals. Of course, I'm seeing more and more crypto experts out there being willing to debate. We got the Michael Saylors. We got all other people who specialize in focusing on the digital blockchain space, how they're basically saying that at this current moment, Bitcoin is stealing gold's thunder. It's still in the market cap and all that other stuff. And, you know, it's no longer it's it's Bitcoin has forced central banks and financial institutions to demonetize gold in a sense of which I don't buy that whatsoever, but I know that's the the narrative that they want to push and promote. And of course, they want to make sure everybody's solely digital before they pull a plug officially. So, but here's something: it says India gold imports jumped to near two-year high as demand revives. And so, India getting heavy as always. You know, India is probably one of the most you know their 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 population is probably the most heavily weighted individuals on the planet because they have gold. And it's just it's a customary, traditionary type of asset there. On top of it's a hedge against the rupee. But one little line here jumped out. It says overseas purchases, purchases increased more than sevenfold to ninety eight point six tons last month from 13 tons a year earlier. According to the data uh, that was shared, it says who asked not to be identified as information public, but overseas purchases. So people overseas purchases, central banks, I'm sure in particular, have been getting extremely heavy in the gold space for some reason while they're getting ready to roll out their digital cryptocurrencies to the population, they themselves are swooping up gold off the market. So don't be misled in thinking that uh, everything is about digits these days because there's still uh, a, a heavy importance for holding something in your hand. Anyway, keep it moving. A couple articles here that I want to hear what else you guys have an eye on. And so I grabbed this from the uh, Discord earlier. I think uh, Tony B put this up there. But it talks about uh, China. Uh, being the first major economy to issue the digital currency with the digital yuan it's out it's about and uh i saw something as well that it comes with some stipulations it comes with an expiration date so that's one thing with programmable currency uh the issuers of that currency have the power to do whatever they want to do and even include incentives inside of it as well as uh issue punishments as well if they see fit and so here's just a little map here uh from statistica that shows the progress and of course, according to this map here, and the Bahamas and China appear to have working models that's already out in the public's hands. And then we have all these other nations following suit. And so, uh, of course, the U.S. will be the last one more than likely because it's with a reserve currency. And Jerome Powell made it clear that uh, there's no rush because we still can print and do what we currently do. So just something to keep an eye on. But uh, here's something I want to touch on. And so I had a chance to watch this particular uh 60 minutes last night and i pulled something out that i thought was worth sharing because he said a lot of things that, that should spark your interest but it's more of the fed speech it's just typical stuff he was you know he used everything everything that jerome powell mentioned during this little 13 minute thing went back to the current environment we're in now due to the, the illness that's floating around and basically saying that until 
uh, more people have participated in that shot in the arm type of thing, you know, it, it's it's not going to be it's still going to still going to need to be accommodative and even had the nerve to say that they foresee growth this year, seven to eight percent or possibly more, according to him and his colleagues to sit around the FOMC table, make decisions for our financial futures. They're talking about growth. And I'm thinking like it's unfortunate that they associate the word growth with where they don't associate with the fact that it comes from indebtedness, the fact that fiscal monetary policy, so much currency is being created, so much debt has been brought into existence that they consider that being something that can lead to growth. And so I got a chart here from Lance Roberts uh, talking about how, you know, the, a current dollar worth of debt at this current, in this current environment no longer produces anywhere near as much potential growth that it used to decades ago. So, Something interesting here, but let me actually I'm going to find this little spiel here and I'm going to try to play it and I'm going to play some audio real quick so you guys can hear. It. But I think it's it's interesting because he summarizes ultimately kind of what this is all about, in my opinion. But let's um, pick, put a pick right here online. He's relieved to be vaccinated and hopes to bring the Fed staff back in the fall. At this moment in time, what's the best guarantee that you can make to the American people? I, I'm in a position to guarantee that the Fed will do everything we can to support the economy for as long as it takes to complete the recovery. All right. So that's what I wanted to mention there. He said the Fed will do whatever it takes to support the economy and do whatever it takes to get the, uh, to basically get the, to, to, to aid in the recovery. And I, what I, I translated that into my own little first so-called little, you know, little mic speech, but I wrote it down here. It says, and I quote it, <laughs> the Fed will do everything it can do to support the globally systemic important banks for as long as it takes to complete this monetary reset. And so that's my version of just, you know, translating uh, what was said from Jerome Powell, because he says to support the economy. It's not about the economy. It's not much the Fed can do other than provide liquidity back into the banks for them to do what they need to do. So ultimately, you know, the whole idea of supporting the economy is false. It's about supporting the globally systemically important banks, which happen to be all the two big to fail banks here that we had issues with back in 08. And of course, the problems are you know 20 times worse. And so we're seeing so many uh, leaks in the system with the hedge funds and the issues that's happening there, the derivatives market. So it's, it's, it has nothing to do with the economy, but I'm sure you guys pay attention know this already. But but it's, it's, it's all this is being done until... Everything is laid out. The CBDCs, the central bank digital currencies are rolled out and they're able to basically transition us into that next monetary system, which happens to be the Great Reset, which, of course, everybody talks about in World Economic Forum. So I thought I would just share that with you guys. And of course, he said a lot more, but it's all just, you know, just bull crap. But anyway, here's some more evidence of this recovery that we're having. It says U.S. budget deficit soars to 660 billion in March after stimulus checks are sent out. So the very first article I'll start off with talking about how it helped, but then there's millions of people still struggling. But this says here, like, look, look, Uncle Sam, 660 billion in March just in stimulus checks. And that's just what we're, we're told. There's a lot more in this form of billions that's been spent on stuff that has nothing to do with the recovery. But once again, laying the framework, we're hearing the word stimulus checks more and more. They're getting ready to set us up for that permanent UBA, Universal Basic Allowance, with the incentives and the programmability within it as well. The same thing that China has. Anyway, a couple more articles here. So here's a sign of inflation. Of course, during that whole spiel, Jerome Powell mentioned that uh, inflation, they welcome it. And, you know, of course, they're not going to be eight raising interest rates this year at all. 
And so they're trying to overshoot 2% for a, long, for a longer period of time, which lets me know that there's going to be a couple years possibly within there. And of course, they don't see the inflation. It's not here, but it's there. I'm assuming you guys can give me a million examples. Speaking of which, uh, while I'm still ranting real quick in, in, in the chat, I'll, I'll definitely acknowledge it. Uh, places where you see the most inflation, which I equate to the, in, the increased expansion of the monetary base, looking for a much smaller, finite source of goods and services where you're saying, hey, the prices definitely went up because A, the product is that much more expensive to produce or uh, the, due to a need for increased profitability, companies have increased their service, their cost of their goods or services. So feel free to let me know what you keep an eye on in the form of clear inflation that Jerome Powell can't see. Let, let me know what that is in the chat. It says higher shipping costs here are here to stay sparking price increases. And so I saw this, uh, somebody tweeted this, this very subject matter, and I wish I, I hope I can find the math real quick, but ultimately there was just two numbers that jumped out. It was before the Suez Canal clog up you know, shipping costs were extremely high already. And I want to say the number that the person rolled out, I forgot where it was. It says, okay. And it says, okay, so this might be it. It says contract rates in recent weeks are coming in around 2,500 to $3,000 to ship a 40 foot shipping container up 25 to 50% since then. And the number that I saw somebody put out there at this current moment, what it costs as a result of all that clogging of the canal was you know damn near ten thousand plus? I think I saw something like seventeen thousand, if I'm not mistaken, uh, that an economist that I follow put out there. So two to three thousand to ship a container before the whole Suez Canal situation. Then afterwards, close to ten to fifteen thousand or so per shipping container. So the cost of a company, the cost that a company will take on having to pay more to get their products and services here, equates to a higher price, a higher price sticker price. Uh, on the shelves or whatever it is, that item that we're looking to purchase. So um, not, I guess it's not inflation. I, I just can't find out. But anyway, real quick, let me see what we got out here. Uh, let me see here. We got uh, people say it's chicken. Uh, Thunder sound. Great topic there. I post that in the discord as well about uh, those that are. Tr- so and so this is off topic, but I'll love to hear from you guys. But in the Caribbean in the Caribbean islands, we got St. Vincent's. We got, uh, I think, uh, I heard Barbados, about three or four different islands down there. Their governments have made it basically made it mandatory where you won't be able to leave the island if there's issues unless you have participated and got your paperwork type of thing. So you see how it's it's it literally it sucks right now to be on an island where the government is cooperating full steam ahead to where you can't leave or you can't come in unless you. So, yeah, anyway, but uh, beef and steak, food prices are definitely up. Uh, uh, silver. Yeah, silver is not showing signs of inflation if you're, if you're referring to that just yet. But on the demand side, we all know that there's going to be some issues with that pretty soon. Uh, so, yeah, let me see. So, it's yeah, so, in the, so a lot of these things that we're talking about here are in the Discord page. So I encourage you guys, if you haven't, join the Discord page so you can stay up to date because usually when the stuff jumps out that's when somebody in the community shares it anyway here's something else as well worthwhile and i'm gonna stop ranting and let you guys talk i want to hear from you guys says investors have put more money more currency into stocks in the last five months than the previous 12 years combined so you think about it there's been trillions created and then of course there's been more debt taken out by consumers by corporations you name it 
And where does that all flow? It flows into the asset bubble category, stocks, housing, uh, and everything else, lumber, all the, all the commodities are doing extremely well if you were invested into them, except gold and silver at this current moment. So you got to ask yourself, why is gold and silver not responding to all this extra currency floating around? Other than the fact that they don't want that to be something that the people focus on. They would prefer if you keep your eyes on Bitcoin. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, let's keep it moving. A couple more articles here. So, look, just just checking the charts. I do check the charts because it does it, it does interest me. And so just look and see where we're at now. And of course, this week, after Wednesday is going to be Wednesday. Bitcoin is going to hit 75,000. Watch mark my words because of this whole coin base and the fact that all those employees will be dumping their shares, getting out of dollars, going to buy something on this board here. And then BNB. Oh, my goodness. Anyway. OK, a couple more here. So here's an article that I want to share. This is from Lance Roberts, uh, and I, of which I, I had him on the show a while ago. But he says debt fuel spending won't create growth. And here's just a a chart here that just shows that historically higher federal indebtedness has lowered estimates of returns. And so, as you can see, over the last several decades, the more debt has been taken out, the less productive that debt has become to the point where now it's basically it's according to here, it's it's basically a negative return. So you borrow a dollar, you get back. You got to pay back dollar plus some change because the low interest rate has been in a zero rate environment. And there's a lot of other charts here that show his point that, you know, that a lot of debt has been taken out, but it's not returning much. And of course, they're trying to do more. We got uh, American job plan coming soon and more stimulus checks and more QE, more bond buying They're about to up that. So, yeah. OK, here's another article here. White House considering cash payments to Central Americans to stem migration. And so as a part of the election period last year, you know, the left and those that are trying to really destabilize this country. And we're seeing that now in all these, you know, these fake flags with, you know, a lot of all this gun violence, cops being killed, you know, you know, black men being killed again. It's spring. So it's, it's spring fever. You know, those that are trying to control this narrative, they love spring because that's when people can go out and, and burn stuff down and protest. So you got all this evilness happening in the spring so that spring and summer be preoccupied with all this racial divide that they would love to do to keep our eyes off of all the things happening behind the scenes. But they're going to start probably paying. And then if you look off to the side here, it says man in a hospital with the what's the name after being fully, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, but they're going to probably start paying everybody below the border stimulus checks as well. So American taxpayer dollars are hard at work. And then here's an article here, a uh, video here, rather, um, uh, about Canada. And so they basically positioned the military presence in Canada, in Toronto, I believe, or around an area, getting them ready for when they're needed, when they're called upon. So there's going to be boots on the ground in, in uh, Canada region. And how could you not think that it's going to be, not won't be coming to a state near you? Uh, yeah, it is what it is. But anyway, so that's enough of me rant. Let's talk. What's on your mind? Phone lines are open. I want to hear from you guys. Uh, whatever else that I missed, whatever you're keeping your eye on, it's about you. So give me a call. Let's talk. And uh, let me see here. Let me check in via chat. I acknowledge a couple of people here. Low blood pressure says Jerome Powell's hair is silver. Yeah, silver is, man, like, it's just it, the more I see all of this, all of the mainstream's direct attempt to keep our eyes focused on what they have predetermined to be what they will use to usher in this reset makes it more interesting to me where it's like, man, People will not be, get anything other than 
hype from all these commentators out here saying, you know, get your bags up, hold this, hold that. And they're not including. Also, make sure you got something heavy in the form of weight, like, you know, get your weight up. And this is just from a financial practical standpoint here, because they're trying to remove anything physical from you. They want to remove your rights. They want to remove property from you. And they want you to settle for digits on a screen that they can see, track, trace and monitor. You know, like that's right up their alley. But anyway, okay, Vancouver Airport. Okay, Jay says Vancouver Airport being militarized. Okay, that's that's some, some breaking news on this channel here. Uh, we got Alan here says the costs of materials in my business are up across the board. Alan, you know Jerome Powell. You know you don't say that to him because he he probably say that uh, it's your fault. It's not their fault. The fact that they are destroying the currency and causing life for everybody to become a lot more pricier. But ultimately, watch this. What that does is which is already in line with what they want to do. Like every government, every central bank, they're all locked in with the World Economic Forum agenda of you'll own nothing and you'll be happy with it. And so how do you remove stuff from people's hands other than can continue to destroy the currency, which shows up in the prices of everyday goods and services, ultimately doing what I've been talking about for several years now, putting pe people in a squeeze to where your current standard of living will more than likely be downgraded to the point where, as I said before, my personal opinion, when all this stuff blows over, you know, the Eastern Hemisphere, the one belt, one road will be the next manufacturing hub of the world. And every other country around it will be subservient to that region, meaning that in order to have made in America, made in the USA happen here, it's going to require a complete uh, destruction of this current economy and then trying to rebuild it back up by basically a downgrading of society, to a, down, a downgrading of living standards here. Because the currency will reflect the cost of being able to, you know, live comfortably. Like if you don't have what it takes to be able to pay for everything, you got to take some down. You got you got to dial back, and that's the whole collapse and shrinkage of the middle class, which every politician says that we're trying to build up the middle class. Biden, you won't be taxed under if you're under 100, 400,000. But think about it: most people above four hundred thousand, they're not, you know, they're not receiving personal income. <laughs> They're in the trust category. They're in the dividend side of things. They're in the capital gain side. So that does hurt the ultra or the, the high net worth individuals that are have earned income. Anyway, I'm ranting too much. Uh, we got here it says the printing, the printing collapses a society within uh, 18 to 12 to 18 months um, collapses the society. <clears throat> I can probably get on board with that, I think. Hello, caller. What's name are you calling from? Low blood pressure, Corpus Christi. How's it going, man? LBP, doing good, man. How you doing? Hey, man, the cost of everything's going up, man. Birth control went up, man. <laughs> I, I, I don't know nothing about that, but, you know, so. I don't know either, man. I don't know either, man. Yeah, okay, that's a, that's a good point. You know, you. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, yeah, what's good? Hey, hey, Mike, Burger King. Burger King, that's what I'm looking at, man. That whopper's <laughs> going up. Uh, yeah, so the Whopper, that's the thing. The Whopper's been going up incrementally quite some time now. I, ain't, I haven't had a Whopper. In quite, what's what's the price of a Whopper these days? I ain't, I ain't been to Burger King in a minute. Man, the meal's over 10 bucks, no matter what you get now, Mike. Really? Okay. Yeah. That is true. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, Jerome Powell, man, he blowing smoke up his own butt, man, because it's clearly out there. So. <laughs> it's great, Mike. Everything, you, know, you know one thing that never goes up? What's that? Silver. Tell me Silver. about it. Tell me about it. Man, today it took like a fifty cent. It took a fifty cent dive out of nowhere. It's like, 
in this current environment, everything else is going up. How come gold and silver ain't going up? What are they trying to make sure doesn't get any attention? You know what I'm saying? So it lets me, it, it, it encourages me more of where I where I enjoy being, and it happens to be in the physical t- silver realm. Uh, so yeah, it, it's it's more opportunity for those to get physical while you can because it's becoming a problem. <laughs> oh man! All right, all right, man. For sure, appreciate you calling in, man. Be good. Yeah, good stuff, man. Always good to hear from LBP. All right. Phone lines are open. Give me a call. I'm curious to hear what's going on. <laughs> uh, let me see here. Jay says, Rickers uh, still say there's no inflation on Daniel Cabone today. So I, I have yet have yet to watch that. And so that, and so when I so according to that statement there, I know that Rickards has a different definition for inflation. And he had he links it to I believe the velocity. And so he's saying that, and, and let me and feel free to add to this, but he's basically part of his thesis is that because velocity is so low, the current increase in the cost of things like that is not necessarily related to um, consumer. It's not consumer driven inflation type of thing to where I think, I believe, I think if I'm not mistaken is that he's saying when velocity picks up, then that is the true, that is, that will be the true catalyst for, the inflation that the Federal Reserve is looking for, but yet once again, that is a that's a different definition that I'm not sure the Austrian school of thought really goes with because it's more so like look at the currency base in general and divide it by the total supply of goods and you see where you stand. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Yes, hi there. Up, oh, give me a cough. Must have lost you there. Anyway, keep it moving. Uh, Concept Quad says Bitcoin is a new digital dollar. Okay, Concept Quad, elaborate on that. And so, um, it's here to stay. It's the chosen medium of exchange to excite us into this transition. But you know, once again, I, I don't. I'm not hanging my hopes and dreams on Bitcoin going to the moon because will you be able to enjoy those gains? Is the question. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Yeah, George in Idaho. George in Idaho. Have you heard? What's in your mind? Have you heard of that uh, uh, poor man's defense yet? The the poor man's defense. Yeah, what it is is uh, I think uh, L.A. and San Francisco have adopted it, and mm-hmm. Seattle mm-hmm. Uh, I think just adopted it. But what they say is that if, you, if you're poor, you can. Uh, there's a whole list of uh, what, what do they call that? Uh, uh, misdemeanors uh-huh. that if you, if you uh, violate it and create a misdemeanor that the police won't do anything for you and that includes like breaking and entering, stealing uh-huh. and some really crazy stuff that I never thought was even close to being a, uh, I mean way beyond a misdemeanor but uh-huh. you know when you think about this monitorium and when it ends and all these people get thrown on the street mm-hmm. is this part of like what are they going to do? Well, are they kind of green lighting in, in advance and tell these people, hey, go start breaking into people's houses and, you mm. know, and, and, and take their food and, and mm-hmm. shelter and whatever? Yeah. And, and we won't do anything. So, what do you think about that? Um, it, it doesn't surprise me whatsoever. And so none of the things that a lot of these governors, especially, you know, Cuomo and Newsom, all, you know, none of the things they're doing make sense on the surface. But I believe it's a part of the instructions that they were given to further destabilize things so that things can crumble to the point where it destabilizes and causes social unrest 
which they it gives the government another chance to say, hey, we can come in and fix it. Like, you know, a problem reaction solution. Like they create the problems, they give us a solution, and then they come in and try to fix it. So I you know, I think the goal is to basically completely destroy civilization the way we've known it, like destroy America, you know, to where it will not be considered, you know, great anymore by any standards. And it will force the uh, government to come in and try to be the savior by all this, all this money and housing. Yeah, go ahead. When they, you know, defund the police, the police won't be there. People are going to go crazy because when people get desperate, they do desperate things. Yeah. And I think at the very end, Mm-hmm. Uh, the UN is going to be brought in because uh, the, uh, the, the Democrat Party will not allow the military to, to put foot on our within our own soil. Yeah. And so what they're going to do is they'll bring in the UN, and that will be you know they'll, they'll try to establish law and order, mm-hmm. and that's going to complete the global uh, transfer. I mean, mm-hmm. I can see this written. Yeah. Uh, two three years ago. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Appreciate you. Know, you. Thanks for calling in, my friend. Appreciate you. Good stuff, man. Appreciate that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And that's the thing. Like, you look at all these. So, right now, the this spring especially, gun gun regulation is on the table now. So, of course, you know, the Biden regime, they have to do everything they're told to do. And, of course, I saw a tweet that made a lot of sense. It says something like, uh, what did it say? Removing guns from the people is the objective. It's not the objective. It's the fact that the gun stands in the way of them getting to you or something like that, where I'm like, man, like, OK, that's yeah. Like, so, the you know, the fact that the population is heavily armed is the thing that's keeping them from being able to fully execute the game plan. And so all these events we're experiencing now ultimately leads to more people talk about we need to regulate and remove and all that other crap. So anyway, hello, caller. What's your name? We calling from Mike calling from Oakland. How are you doing, brother? TB doing good, man. How you doing? Oh, not too bad, man. And who else is, and what other country is, is creating crypto like we are? Creating crypto like we are? What do you mean cre- creating crypto? What do you mean? Uh, like uh, proof of concept, like uh, Cardano, your Binance but, uh, mm. that won't sell to the U.S., but if you use a VPN, you can still get in. Uh, Coinbase being an IPO and taking on all these other crypto. Yeah. The Hex pins out there. I mean, I don't hear any other country saying we got all this stuff too. Uh, yeah, a part of that is the fact that you know, we, don't get main, we don't get mainstream media or much alternative media unless you go look for it in those regions. But I think that most of Asia is already crypto friendly. Most of the world already have, you know, adoption and they already have people with cars. You can swipe and spin and whatever. It's just here, the U S which is, which we're supposed to be, what we're supposed to be leading financial institutions on the world to where they're kind of waiting on us. And we're supposed to be behind the curve or some crap like that. But we, we, we have to be behind the curve mm-hmm. because if you're creating a new currency and mm-hmm. by all means, make all the money you can. And you ain't you ain't rich until you take it out and, and spend it on something tangible. Right, right. Um, but uh, you know, I I think we're we're trying to over create something that that they know keeps the money out of the system. Mm-hmm. Um, when you go to China, what do they do? They give you a QR code and everything follows you with that QR code. Mm-hmm. Yeah, plain and they don't have to have a different wallet for this and a wall and a and a and a transfer from here to there. No, right from my phone mm-hmm. to your yeah on your QR. Yeah. So I think we may be we may be barking up a wrong tree with all this this crypto stuff. Yeah, I, I don't doubt it, and I, I think a lot of this it, it buys time. 
because yeah. I know that we, we all know the end goal of this is to have a centrally controlled digital currency or whatever we want to call it controlled by the Fed. So if the Fed's end game, unfortunately, is to make sure that everything is owned by them and then they have the access to everything that we do via our QR code and our app on our phone. So that's where all this is heading. And that's why between now and the time that's fully rolled out, I got a lot of opinions about how this is going to play out and it won't be pretty. Like, I don't think a majority of the people will be able to actually enjoy the profits and gains that they've gotten in this space because, you know, you got you can't you can't separate the financial destruction without talking about that whole the health and all that the jab stuff that's a part of that. Like it's going to become one at some point and you won't be able to spend and enjoy unless you have the other. So that's why it's like, OK, you could be you know, like I say, you could be a millionaire, but yet if you can't. If you don't participate with that passport to be able to travel, spend, go in your stores and do this and get insurance, your credit score will be on there. Your social score will be on there. You're, like, you know, I don't see it being much, much. It won't be as enjoyable because you're using the same frame point that, you know, back in the day, what a million would have did for you back prior to March 2020 when things were normal. You know what I'm saying? This new normal is not going to be it's not going to be as enjoyable as people think it will be, in my opinion. But go ahead. We make the mistake of just looking at our country. Mm-hmm. We, we don't look at the unipolar world. Right. What is other countries doing in order to, in order to, with the jab? Most oh, countries are saying you don't need it. Watch this. But also, yeah. think about the response. Yeah. UK right now. UK is on lockdown, and they're coming out with stuff where the, the passport stuff is going to be rolled out in trial this spring. I think Spain, they got locked down. France is locked down. So... It's 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 it, they're still like locked down completely. It, even even today, the CDC talking about Michigan needs to lock back down again. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, at this well, current moment, we got a little bit more freedom. Yeah. Stop them from saying, okay, we're not going to use the the passport, uh, the, the the CV passport. Mm-hmm. We just get you on the QR code. Yeah. And that, that'll tell us if you you good or not. Yeah. And that's where then, it, it's all interconnected, man. That's it's all on it's go, it's all gonna be on one app. At some point, God, yeah, go ahead. What's your time frame? I mean, I'm not holding you to it, but what kind of of numbers are you looking at? How how soon before all this rolls out and then it's like, boom, Mm. then we are stuck doing China's thing? It's it's definitely being rolled out in increments, but as I mentioned before, I don't think we're going to have another presidential election in 2024. So before then, everything will be fully rolled out and there's no going back. Do you have a dictatorship by then? Yes. Okay. Because right now, because right now, there's not much resistance. You know, a lot of, you know, they're they're doing a great job dividing us. Between now and that time, they're gonna it's free speech going guns. I mean, I mean, it's gonna be complete chaos, man. To where I don't see us being able to withstand and fight until 2024. And then on top of that, who are we gonna get in here? You know what I'm saying? Like who's who? There's no man that can come in. We need Jesus. I mean, it's this is we're in biblical times. Like it's people don't realize everything is lining up perfectly according to what the Lord told us was gonna happen. So. That's why I'm like, you know, you know, it's not a, it's not a sad thing. It's just real life, man. So that's just my opinion. <laughs> I, I appreciate your opinion, man. <laughs> I'll let you get appreciate you, man. All right. All right. All right. Oh man, good stuff. Yeah, I get a little, I get a little, little amped up right there, man. But you know, that's kind of where I think we're at, man. Like this, you know, clearly this is, you know, this, you know, because think about this. And so here's something that I always wondered about: at what point? Because the Bible tells us in Revelations that the signs of the times, you know, discernment to let you know what is coming, what is what is what has already have been determined. And my question will always be, what would it look like when it comes? Like, because we God told us what would happen, the mark of the beast. You won't be able to do anything without that. I'm thinking like everything is being to be set up just right 
for that type of environment of not being able to do anything unless you participate. And I'm like, you know, a lot of believers, a lot of believers don't see that as that way. I'm thinking like, you know, but did you think it was going to be like, like it was sign on a wall, like mark of the beast and even, Oh, that, okay. I can't do that. Cause I don't believe in that. No, it's, it's deceptive. The devil's deceiving as heck and he's doing a, what he has to do to make it, to, to, to make it look like it's something natural and normal. But anyway, I'm ranting too much. All right, let's get to this last call. Hello, caller. Which name are you calling from? Hello? Anybody going there? Hello? Yes, hi there. What's your name? Where you calling yeah. from? Hey, this is uh, Casey from Fort Worth. Casey from Fort Worth. What's on your mind, my friend? Uh, you know, earlier I was listening to you and you said, you know, how the people are asleep and, you know, they're not going to put up the resistance. <laughs> you know, I see, uh, I was thinking only to a degree. If you ever okay. watched the Yuri Bezmanoff interview where he talks about how they they basically hypnotize people with uh, with their propaganda mm-hmm. and moving morality and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, you know, you can't wake them up. He says they'll refuse to wake up until they get a kick on the fat bottom. Yeah. And when you, I think one of the things that I think the elites are underestimating this in a certain way because when people, when you take away their money and their food mm-hmm. and uh, and their electricity, yeah, I think, you know, they're going to be, holy crap, those conspiracy theorists were right this whole entire time. And I think, uh, I think, you know, we kind of have to wait until we see the, you know, the main event, I guess you would say. We have yeah. to wait and see until, uh, you know, how how this stuff plays out. Because I kind of think, you know, because all these people, and, you know, the, the media's have warning us for, you know, the last 15 years. Mm-hmm. Ignore all the conspiracy theories. Ignore, ignore, ignore. Yeah. And, you know, when it comes to this, you know, it fulfills itself. I think people, you know, will snap. Yeah. And it'll become fearful. It's like the Ted. Yeah, well, yeah, that's, that's what I think. yeah I, and that's the thing. Like, I, I would hope, and that's why, for me personally, I would like to just try to make as much noise as I can to make as many people as possible uncomfortable. So it forces them to say, you know, hey, is this what's this guy? Is he is he far left? Is he far gone? Or is he making sense? Like, you know, and my thing is, let's go do your homework. Go do the research yourself. Like, be open to more than just what you're told from people who speak off teleprompters. Be willing to go do your own homework. So I think that's kind of like my excitement at this point just yell from the mountaintop as long as i can hoping that people you know prove me wrong yeah prove me wrong you know what I'm saying? prove me wrong and i'll be happy with that because if, if you do that then uh, i mean you obviously learn some things that you probably wouldn't have known had i not pissed you off or ruffled some feathers so that's just my two cents man but hey i, I appreciate you calling to share your insights <laughs> thank you be good Oh man, good stuff, man. I appreciate that call. I appreciate that thought. Thanks for that love offer from Lawrence. Appreciate you, my man. So I put on a, I put on a screen that very subject matter as well. I put that in, uh, somebody put that in the Discord. I shared it on Twitter or whatever. But uh, there's uh, some programs out there, and it's all microscopic in nature. That's why I actually shared another video in the Discord, not a video, but an article in the in the, in the, dis, in the Discord talking about you know it, it's a biochemist PhD guy talking about you know nanoparticles and things that you can't even see with your eye that they got computer systems in it i'm like this stuff is man if in like just the fact that the technology exists should let you know that it's possible and to be truth be told according to some stuff i just read they don't necessarily need to use those jabs to get into it you know what i'm saying it could be in the food it could be in your water like you could be drinking every day out your tap you know what i'm saying that's how that's how advanced this stuff is but I want to digress. But anyway, um, that is all she wrote. I appreciate you guys for hanging out with me. Um, if you've enjoyed the back and forth, learned something or communicated amongst the chat, um, definitely let me know uh, with that thumbs up button. And we got something here from Facebook from Shane. It says social, social security numbers are 
the mark of the beast. The beast is the state and the God will put before God. The God you put before your God. Hey, Shane, man, I appreciate you for sharing that. And, you know, that's the thing. Social security number, like just being given labels and tags, you know, and identification numbers and stuff like that was all groominess for this current period, because most people are like, oh, passport, another passport. I already got one. I'll just get this one, too. But then here's something else. I was listening to the doctor, one of the Pfizer's former president, whatever, whatever. He was talking about the eventual announcement of being topped up. How you're going to have to be topped up, meaning that every couple months, every year or so, you're going to need an update on your jab. And that's where things get a little creepy because it comes with, once again, if you don't get your jab update, then you're going to lose a couple of privileges. Your bank account going to be deducted. Your social score going to go down a little bit. So all that crazy stuff, that stuff is crazy. There's somebody out there rolling that stuff out, man. You know, just check, check, check what's happening in Israel right now with the green pass. You know, tell me I'm crazy. Anyway, I go on and on and on, but I'm not. <laughs> Appreciate you guys for hanging out with me. If you enjoyed it, hit that thumbs up button. Share this video if you want. And also, for those that are not aware, uh, I'm trying my best to educate. So I want to definitely do that by giving you guys a chance to get your weight up. I'm going to add to your stack. So go to the link below, rethinkingadollar.com forward slash giveaway. Enter to get yourself this Thursday night. I'm going to give out a get your weight up round. And the goal is to bring attention to physical silver to many people as I can. That's my that's my mission with this channel. So I need your help. I need you to share this link, share this information, and come back again. Let's do it again. Peace.